Welcome to another edition of the Seed Time Money Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Lodick, and today we are talking about how you can actually benefit from the quarantine. Uh, I'm going to drop you in on a conversation Lynn and I were having just about this whole thing that we're in, and certainly there are lots of challenges. Certainly there are lots of people who are really being harmed, um, both physically, financially, and a variety of other ways through this whole thing, but there's an opportunity here for a lot of us. And I want to see that and I don't want to miss it, you know, or at least I'm speaking for myself here. Like I want to take advantage of some of the unique opportunities that are presented to us in this kind of situation. So that's what we're talking about today. So let's get to it. What we're going to talk about is how to actually benefit from the quarantine. Yes, we are excited about it. So I'm going to start with this story. Sometime in December, our pastors from our old church in St. Louis came to visit our pastor, John, and his wife, Jana, who are pretty amazing amazing. people. And they came and like when we were at the church, we just didn't get to hang out with them that often. But since Mm -hmm. they were visiting town, um, they came and sat at our table and stayed for hours. Over for four or five hours or something over meal and just a lot of great concentrated time. And mm-hmm. it was just a really, really precious, special time. But anyway, at some point in this, we were talking about sabbaticals and a little bit of our history with sabbaticals. We have done a lot of them. and We've mainly taken off like a month for the past, what, like seven, seven years. years? Yeah. And then in 2017, God kind of let us have him take off the year. And we'll get to that too. We'll yes. tell that story. But in this conversation, right. this came up, and I don't know why, but at some point, Pastor John said, hey, did you know in the Bible that Israel, they kind of had like a forced sabbatical laid on them because they hadn't taken them? And it was kind of like God was saying, you're going to get the sabbatical rest whether you do it or not. Yeah. So Go ahead. when we originally took this year off, what chapter of the Bible is that? Leviticus. Levit- it was in Leviticus, and it's talking about letting the land rest. Okay, so every seven years you're supposed to not plant, and it talks about he would give you an abundance the year before you were to live off of that for the next year and the year after while you're planting seeds, and then you get the harvest from that, right? Yeah. So it's basically two years of not having a ton. So we were all excited about this. We're like, okay, God, you're going to provide. We don't know what's going on, but we're gonna, you're going to provide. But yes, I just wanted to give a history for okay. anybody who didn't know. Well, I know. We're going to get, we're going to do all that. We're going to go through all that. So, so coming back to December. So he tells me this verse. I'm like, that's really interesting. And so I think it was 490 years that they had to rest or something like that. So he tells me his verse and and I'm like, oh, really? What's the reference? And so he gave me the reference. And so I put it in my to-do list to go back and I wanted to study this verse out. And so things got busy. It's, you know, coming up on Christmas time. And then we were getting ready to go on our sabbatical trip in February. Just kept on getting pushed off, pushed off, pushed off to the beginning of February, like February 3rd or 4th. And finally, we're on a sabbatical and I have some time. And so I'm going to look up this verse and I look up this verse and I read it. And I'm just thinking about this. I'm like, hmm, what? And I, you know, I'm praying. I'm like, am I supposed to take anything from this? I'm like, I don't really know. It's like, we've been taking a sabbatical. Like, I feel like we're pretty good about taking yeah. this rest time. So I just kind of pray. I'm like, not really getting anything. And then the next day, literally the next morning, I turn on some Christian TV channel and there's a preacher there who I've never seen before. And literally he is on the screen is that verse and he's preaching on this verse. And I've never heard Which, anyone yeah. in my entire Christian life mention this verse, let alone preach on it. 
And for that to be less than 24 hours after I had just read that verse, mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, this is I'm like, all right, God, I'm listening. I'm listening. Like, what are you trying to tell me here? Again, I started praying about this. I'm like, I don't feel like we missed anything. Like, we're actually on a sabbatical right now. I think right. we're doing like what we're supposed to be doing here. It finally dawned on us that I think God was trying to give us a heads up for the season that we're in. Because I've been hearing, and you might have been hearing from a lot of people well, in this quarantine. This dawned quarantine, on us like today, really. <laughs> yeah. But like, how often have you heard people? I mean, I've heard this numerous times since this whole thing started. Man, this feels like kind of a sabbatical, you know? I've heard so many people make that reference. Right. And then on top of that, I've also heard so many people say, man, this is really good for my family. Like, it's terrible that the virus is here. It's terrible that right. people are getting harmed by it. But it's actually been really good for my family time. As and far as the quarantine goes, and, yeah. Yeah, and it's like caused me to rest a little bit more and I feel like better. And I've been hearing that so much from so many people. Mm-hmm. So we're just sitting here like, wow, could God have been trying to give his heads up? And, you know, because neither one of us felt like we dug in deep enough on the thing. Yeah, that was our mistake. But that's pretty interesting that he could have been giving us a heads up about this thing. So coming back to like our experience with sabbaticals, when people have been saying lately, man, this has been really good. It's it's felt like a sabbatical and it's been really refreshing for my family. We're both like, yeah, of course, it's a sabbatical. And a lot of people don't realize that, but we're just 100% sold out on them because we've just seen we've so seen much benefit from them over and over and over again. And so... uh just giving a little bit of my back history with this, it's like my natural bent is towards workaholism. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy work. I am- You a, enjoy progress. I'm a three on the Enneagram, yeah. which means I love checking things off. I love achievement. <laughs> I get my self-worth out of achievement or when well, I'm not healthy. There's like, kind of this joke that I'll walk around the house and go, huh, that's kind of weird. That. That needs to be fixed. And then I'll walk away and he will write it on a list. And then before I know it, it's done. And I'm like, thanks. Like, I didn't even ask him to do it. He just heard me say something and he fixes it because he just likes the achievement of something. I like getting things done. I really enjoy working. And for me to not work is a big sacrifice. It's not, I'm not one of those people who it's like, yeah, I just want to sit on the couch all day. Like, that's not. I don't do that. Like, unless I'm sick, I just don't do that. And so all that to say, the first time I felt like the Lord was calling us to take a sabbatical, it was one week. And I felt like I was supposed to not work. And my business, you know, was probably three or four years old at that point. I was just terrified that it was going to go under. And I was terrified that we were getting a lot of our traffic from Google and that something was going to break and that... Yeah, so you're I wasn't a new, gonna be able to fix it. new business owner and everything depends on you. You didn't have anyone yeah. working for you at the time. I mean, it was just you. And I was just really, really scared. But mm-hmm. I felt like I was supposed to not check email, like I was not supposed to do any work on the site, like just completely shut it off or completely step away from it. And I did. You know, it probably comes as no surprise to you, but like everything was fine. It was completely fine. I'm like, all right, well, that's really cool. It worked <laughs> out. Like my business didn't go under. That's amazing. And so from that point, I, you know, kind of asked myself like, well, we did a week, where can this go? And I don't know if it was the next year, we decided to do one month. And that's like a, I mean, a big leap forward. Yeah. And we went down this path of doing it. And again, it worked out and it was fine. And it's like, and a couple little things came up over the course of the month, but they were easily fixed. It just wasn't that big of a deal. So from that point, like the benefit that came out of that, because I'm talking about like kind of the challenge of getting through it, but the rich benefit that came out of that for my business, for 
my mental health for just seeing a 10,000 foot view of your life and Mm -hmm. where you want to go and who you want to be and all these things. And I came back from that sabbatical with so many ideas for my business, fresh ideas. And well, and the time with the Lord. Yeah. Great time planning, like and spending time in prayer. Like it was just spending time together. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And from that point, once we did that one month, I'm like, I will do this every year as long as I can possibly do it. And we have ever since. And so for the last six or seven years, we've taken a month off. And so, yeah, in 2017, which is a whole nother story, I don't think we need to get in right now, but we ended up taking an entire year entire off because the Lord kind of led us down that path. Yeah. And wouldn't you know, again, he sustained us mm-hmm. through the whole thing. He walked us through it and it was really, really beneficial. Mm-hmm. So all this to say, like, what does this mean for you? And the reason that, you know, I, I think we're leading this video with this idea of, you know, how you can actually benefit from this thing is. I don't believe that God caused this virus and that that's his whole master plan behind it. But, you know, the Lord knows what's happening. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those things where we we all have this opportunity to lean into this and Mm -hmm. and make this some sort of a rest period or sabbatical period. Like we have that opportunity, that option is sitting in front of us. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to do with it? Yeah. And I know for me, the first time I took a sabbatical, I was 20 years old. God called me away kind of from my former life to really getting serious and walking with him. And I remember praying as I began this, it's like, Lord, I would love to be able to do this and not have to work. I would love to be able to take, it was a six month period. I'd love to be able to take the six month period and not work. But it was absolute impossibility in my mind. It's like, there's, there's no way this can happen in the natural. I don't have enough money saved, blah, 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 blah. I was a pretty new Christian. I didn't know what I didn't know. And so I go down in this thing and I start kind of applying for jobs and I worked at a bank before that. And Isn't that I, funny? Like the first thing he does, he goes down and applies for jobs, even though he asked. He specifically said, Lord, I don't want to work during Yeah. So before I went on this thing, I'd worked at a bank and I had a whole lot of favor there. And a lot of the higher ups and executives really liked me and saw me as promising and whatever all this <laughs> stuff. So I had a letter from our regional president, just like this glowing like letter of recommendation. And he basically said, if it's any banking position, hire him. Hire like him. It'll be great. It'll be worth your while. And I walked into not one, but multiple places. I think I applied for like 10 jobs, one of which was a bank. And I was applying for a position that was actually lower than positions that I had held. None of them hired me. <laughs> I'm sitting there scratching my head and it got to the point where it's like, I couldn't get a job at Subway. I couldn't get a job (laughs) like anywhere. And I'm like, huh, it finally dawned on me. Maybe God is answering my prayer. Right. Maybe he's answering my prayer and I should just stop trying so hard. The thing I prayed for was to not have to work and to be able to spend time with him on the sabbatical period. Yeah. And you know, I think God was like setting the precedent for what he was going to basically call us to do in the following years, which was take these months off, take a year off. And he was just going, I've got it. I've got it. Which is just, it's just fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And that sabbatical like was the single most, the absolute turning point of my life. Everything I'm doing now, our entire business was birthed out of that. Our entire financial turnaround was birthed out of that sabbatical. He came home from it and Um, met me. Uh, yeah, within while, weeks, but, right? Yeah. Weeks after I came home from that, we had been going to the same church for five or six years yeah. and I had never met her. Within weeks, as soon as I get back, I meet her. Like it was just an absolute turning point in my life. So I have no doubt that, you know, God was using that for so much stuff. 
So the thing that was interesting about that whole thing to me was that in the natural, I saw no way how I could be possibly covered financially through this thing. But yet God covered me through the entire thing. Really sustained us, yeah. So I guess my plea to you is take this and run with it. If you can get some of that sabbatical rest, like Mm -hmm. get it. I'm not saying don't work. If you need to work, work. You have to do what you have to do to provide for your family, but be open to God doing something miraculous Mm -hmm. in your life, in your situation that is unexpected. And if he's asking you to rest and to not look for a job or whatever, to cut back on your hours and just be okay with it, like just take it and trust him. He's not going to let you down. I mean, I guess the question is, can you believe God for a miracle in your life? Everybody prays. I think all Christians are praying, God, I want to see miracles in my life. I want to see, you know, whatever stuff that you did in the Bible. I want to see that kind of stuff happening. But when it actually happens, it feels really scary while it's going on. And this might be one of those things for you. Like not having an income for a month is a really scary thing. It's a really scary idea for most people, especially if you just don't have reserve. Everybody is at different points in their financial journey. Like, And if you don't have a reserve, that can be a really scary thing. But I think it could also be a perfect spot for a miracle in your life. I think that's what's really yep. exciting about it. Yep. Yeah. Because God still does miracles. If he did them in the Old Testament, if he did them in the New Testament, he will do them now. Yeah. Right? Well, and he is. Like we've walked through so many, yes. we've seen so many of these things. And the thing that I'm often telling people is that the miracle happens almost always through like a tiny act of obedience. I mean, sometimes it's a bigger act of obedience. I'm not, I guess I'm not saying that. It's more, it seems like there's no way this step of obedience is going to yield this miracle. I think that's what I yeah. mean. And that's the thing that is just hard for us to wrap our brain around because we want to control it. We want to know what's going to happen if we do X, if we do Y. We want to see down the road, but it's really like walking in the dark with a flashlight. Right. We see one step ahead of us and we're hoping that there's yeah. not a cliff there, you know, right beyond. But that's what the walk of faith is or what it has been for us in our Mm -hmm. experience. And so it is the best adventure. It is the most amazing life when you're following him that way down those paths. So this subway that I applied for, for what it's worth, just like random tidbit of information. So this subway and then this bank that I applied for. So the bank was held up by an armed robber, like, I don't know, a month or two after I applied for the thing. The subway, I think, burned down or something like that. My apartment, I left my windows open like all the time. It was a tiny little studio apartment, like 268 square feet or something. Like insane. And I left my windows open all the time. It was Florida and it was hot. And and I left my windows open at one point while my neighbor, his house got robbed while his were all closed or something like that. And they didn't mess with me. And like just I saw miracle after miracle after miracle on this whole thing and kind of random, but it's really cool when you kind of step out into the things that God has for you and what he does. Yeah. But in terms of benefits. But yeah, like that was when you just told me this the other day. You were like, that was the closest I've ever been to. Well, not closest that you've ever been to. The longest season. The longest season of just being like so saturated. In God's presence. In God's presence, in the word, in worship. And that's time you'll never get back. Like, 
you could have spent it another way. Oh, yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And you'll never get that time back and you spent it the right way. Yeah. Like we have three kids now. Our sabbaticals look totally different and we don't get the same time <laughs> that we used to get. But we're using them to the best of our advantage. But I'm so glad that you used that time when you had it. Yeah, no, I know. I am too. It was really, really good. So, and just giving you more information. So our business, if you don't know, we began our blog in 2007 or 8 or whatever it was. 2007. And so the blog is the business. And now the YouTube channel is part of it and our podcast is part of it and all this stuff. But back then it was just a blog. But when I took that first month off, like I was just, you know, like I said, I was really terrified of what was going to happen. But it freaked me out when I went the entire month and didn't work and we made the same amount of money, even when I wasn't working. And we saw that on many of these sabbatical trips. Mm -hmm. And I'm not obviously not promising that to you or anything, but I think for me, it was an interesting way of God saying, hey, you are not that important in terms of me providing for you. Like that, that like put me in my place and made me realize, man, am I really trusting in God as my provider or am I trusting in my ability ability as a businessman Mm -hmm. or something like that? And after seeing that a couple of times, it's like, wow. I am the small component of this equation, you know? Yeah. So that's been just amazing watching them come through there. But like I was saying before, the clarity of mind in terms of planning out the entire year and getting direction from God on where to go and what decisions to make, like, has been invaluable. I don't know that I've ever done anything that's been as good for my business as taking concentrated time away from the business. Yeah. I mean, I think relationally... You and I just having a lot of concentrated time yeah. to to not be in the everyday busyness of marriage yeah. and to be able to actually focus on each other mm-hmm. and to have a lot of time to pray together. Like right. all that was so, well, so good. And I watched your relationship with the kids on each one. Yeah. It grew significantly every single time, which is exciting for me because I think as being the mom, it's like the kids just want the mom, you know, (laughs) it's like they'll walk past dad sitting on the couch, come in the bathroom and ask me to open their fruit snacks or, you know, can I have a snack? And you're like, "Uh, he's sitting right there. Like, go ask him. But on those, on these trips, I just have seen like significant growth in that, which is just really awesome. And such a blessing for them that they, that they get to have just a deeper relationship with you. I think Yeah, I feel like, I struggled a lot more with the sabbaticals. Like to me, I'm like, this is more for Bob's benefit. Like I said this even on this last one. I was like, I think this is more for Bob's benefit. My idea of a sabbatical is like being able to leave the house a little bit more. Okay. Good luck with that. So we just went to this, we went to Perdido Key, which is just quiet. Like it's just very, very quiet. quiet There's not a ton to do. Yeah. It's really sweet. If you like isolation, like this is a great place to go. But I just was really struggling because I was like, I want to see my friends. I want to be at church. I want to be doing this. Da, 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 da. I want to be shopping. There's not really much good shopping. You got to drive a ways to get some good shopping. And still, I left this sabbatical with like a to-do list almost from the Lord of like <laughs> things that I should be working on. Yeah. And we both did, right? Yep, absolutely. And... So I much was revelation like and new ideas. the whole time. <laughs> yep. yep. So much revelation and new ideas came out of this. It was yeah. absolutely worth it. All this to say, we're all in this situation together. Yeah. I don't know your situation. You might be working more. This might be the busiest time for right. you ever. But for a lot of us, 
we have a lot more time. We have a somewhat mandated rest period. Mm -hmm. And I just would encourage you to lean into this as much as possible. Make as much out of this as you possibly can. Allow it to be a sabbatical if you haven't had the chance to take one in a while or ever. Uh, Allow it to be that and to just let go of some things Mm -hmm. that you might be holding on to. And just pray. Ask God what that means for you. Yeah. Because you know? it's going to mean something different to each one of us. But right. pray and ask him about that. Yeah. And if you're worried about your financial situation, again, pray. Because like we talk about finances a lot. And Bob is super passionate about stewarding your money really wisely. I mean, we both are. <laughs> we both are. But just Bob, me. Just Bob me. is like the, the guy who's like figuring out how to do it, you know. But the thing that I feel like we both have together is like we have watched miracles mm. as we've done our best which that's what not we're all, perfect by any not means. perfect but are just our yeah. best and on the other stuff we've kind of been like well god you're gonna have to take care of this and he yeah. does like it's just unbelievable like the fact that we could take a month off and some of those months that we took off i think our revenue was higher than that it had been in the previous yeah. six months or whatever i mean it was just like Crazy. that doesn't make any sense so it might look one way, but leave room for God to do a miracle. Yeah. Leave room in whatever capacity that is. Leave room for him to do a miracle. So, yeah. If anybody has any questions, God is good. Um, happy to chat about oh. sabbaticals or anything like this or anything else. So sabbaticals obviously look very different when you have kids than when you don't. And, man, and I miss the sabbaticals without kids because... Man, well, I, I would read so many books. It was amazing. I, it was just okay. great. So you have two small kids. This is a great time for you to really bond with your kids. <laughs> like this is going to change the outcome of the relationship you have with your kids now and when Five they're Five and older. six. Yeah, they're going to remember it. Oh, my gosh. You know? It's going to be amazing. So it is going to be more work than if you didn't have kids. And I don't know if you can like plan to have like a babysitter. I don't know what you do with your kids typically. I don't know if you can continue to do some of that or do it twice a week or something like that and get quiet with the Lord or, you know, go read or whatever, whatever that looks like for you. But I would definitely be intentional about it and not just make it a vacation. Yeah. And the thing that I've heard two different people describe a sabbatical this way, there's there's a fantastic book I would encourage you to read called The Rest of God by Mark Mm -hmm. Buchanan. Before or during your sabbatical, it's the best book on Sabbath kind of rest I've ever read. And it's written so well. It's like a joy to read. Just fantastic book. But he describes sabbatical or Sabbath as playing hooky. It should feel like you're playing hooky. Yeah. And so for me, you know, if I were a manual laborer, I probably wouldn't want to dig holes in the ground. You wouldn't want to go build a huge garden. You know, but that's exactly (laughs) what I did today. I went outside and I dug and sweat and I absolutely I loved, loved it, it because that feels like playing hooky to me, me sitting typing at a computer all day. Like that's work. So whatever feels like that, whatever energizes you, those are the things you want to lean into. Yeah. And just try to find a way to make that happen. You know, and I do yeah. know with kids, like what we do right now when we go on them with, we took our three kids in February. And so what we do is we alternate during the day. One of us will take the morning. Uh, you know, as long as we want, we'll get up at 8 a.m., get the kids breakfast, and then one of us will leave and go somewhere else. So we either go to the beach, we go to a coffee shop. I mean, obviously can't do these things right now, but right. go somewhere. I'd go sit in my car some days and you can do that. Mm-hmm. And I would just read, I would pray, I would, you know, just get along with God, whatever, and just have 
some extended amount of period of time each day. Yeah. And then we'd alternate. Yesterday, we'd I took some time and I just spent it in my bedroom by myself, which was awesome. I didn't yep. even leave the house. Lock the door. Great. So anyway, that's what I would recommend, trying to work yeah. in something like that. Can you state the name of the book again? Yes. The Rest of God by Mark Buchanan. Yeah, you'll love it. You'll Timothy love it. Timothy says Leviticus so 25. Good. Yes, that was where our Sabbath year kind of revelation came from. Mm-hmm. That's not where... Uh, this, this other verse is, which Darn it. I'm going to find it. So you'll have to, you'll have to check back with me. It doesn't really take away. Like it's, I'm not making it up. So we have other parents uh, who watch our kids and swap and watch their kids. Thanks for the that's advice. That's a great I'll idea. About, that's perfect. Yeah. I would keep doing that. All right. Hope you found that helpful. Hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't left us a review over on the iTunes store or wherever you download your podcast, it would be a huge blessing and help to us if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review. And if you haven't reached out, send us an email, head over to our um, you know, Instagram and you can connect with us over there. You can send me a message. I'd love to say hi back to you. Um, but yeah, don't be a stranger. If you're on here, if you've been listening to us, reach out. We'd love to just kind of get to know you a little bit better. So with all that, be blessed, be blessing, and we'll see you next time.